Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 251. Today we're going to be talking about how to save when you're a natural spender. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the show. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If there is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available to you locally. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lola, that's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Lola's Frugal Life listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Lola. So with the holidays right around the corner and a lot of us having to be either in the stores or online doing shopping and being tempted by purchasing other items um, while we're out shopping or looking around or browsing websites, I thought it would be a good time to go over, again, some tips on how to save when you're a natural spender, because there's going to be a lot more tempting for those of us who might want to or might um, kind of be driven to spend more than those that are natural savers. So how do you know if you're a natural spender? So let's see. If you have Here's like just one example. If you have a budget of $100 for closing clothing each month, which I don't, I'm just using that as an example. But say if you have um, a budget of $100 a month each month for clothing, are you the type that would say, okay, I have $100 to spend on clothing, I'm gonna run out and buy something with this money as soon as that new budget period starts and that money becomes available? Or are you the type of person that's going to wait and decide if you really need something or maybe you're going to wait for a sale? If you're the type that knows the money's available and you need to go out and spend it, you're probably a natural spender. Um, When you budget for something that's not a necessity, do you spend the money right away or do you kind of wait to make sure you're putting the money to good use? Like I was just saying with the clothing, you know. Do you tend to spend just because the funds are available or do you tend to put more thought into it and decide, is this something that you really need? Do you find that much of the fun in making the actual purchase is like the purchase itself rather than how much you end up enjoying what you actually purchased? If any of these ideas make you think like, yeah, that's me, then you might be a natural spender. And there's nothing wrong with being a natural spender but it's, it's really just about recognizing 
that that is a trait you have so that you can um, put some practices in place so that you don't go overboard. And the same can be said for natural savers because you don't wanna save everything and never have any fun enjoying the money that you've earned. So as far as myself, um, I feel like I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. When it comes to my family and kids, I tend to want to spend a little bit more freely, um, especially when it comes to things that I would consider not really to be like luxury items. Like say if we are in Target and one of my kids asks if they can get, um, I don't know, like a package of like juice boxes or something, which we don't normally buy. Like they want it for like a treat or something. And um, my kids are older, they're not little kids, they're, they're teenagers, but um, you know, say they're like, oh, can I get this box of like, I don't know, Capri Sun or something like that. And it's kind of like, well, it's just a juice box. It's not like some, you know, extravagant item. Um, I always tend to kind of want to just say yes and buy it, even though it's not maybe technically in my budget. Um, so any kind of things like that, I feel like I struggle a little bit more with being um, more of a natural spender, like wanting to be able to get things for someone when I'm out in the store, where if I with them, where if I wasn't out with someone, I would never even consider to purchase certain things. Um, but I have kind of made changes with that over time, where I try to not always get those things when they ask for them and make it more like a special treat, you know, and just kind of have a little bit of money put aside. And then when we decide there's like a little bit of a special occasion or, you know, I just kind of want to give them a little reward, then we can pick up those kind of like extra things when we're out shopping. But I think in general, I'm, I'm more of a spender because even when I do spend that money, um, when I feel like, oh, I should just get them this item or whatever, I still kind of have that like, ugh, like I don't want to spend it. <laughs> even though I want to get them the thing, I'm just, you know, I, I cringe at like when I go up and I'm going to see how much I'm going to have to pay when we're at the register. The thing is though, that even if you're a natural spender, you can learn to control your urge to spend. So you don't want to let the tendency of being a natural spender make you feel like you're not going to be able to do well financially. Like you don't want to kind of use that as a, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to do good at my budget or, you know, whatever other financial goals you're trying to reach because of the fact that you're a natural spender. Because you can definitely make changes so that you can do good at personal finances or budgeting, saving, whatever you're trying to do. Once you understand that your tendency is to spend, you can develop more tools and strategies to help you control your spending. So one of the things you can try and do is find things that give you the same joy that you get from spending. You know, a lot of times when people spend money on things that are kind of maybe um, a little over the top, they'll say like, oh, YOLO, you know, <laughs> and just kind of use that as an excuse to, you know, you got to be happy and buy whatever you want. And, you know, to some extent, of course, you want to spend money on things that, that you enjoy. But you can also get that same joy um, with things that do not cost money. Um, and you can maybe use that money for what you originally intended it for um, instead of having to scramble and make up something just because you made a purchase because you only live once. Um, so if you can try and take some time to find some lower cost activities that you really love, you will just naturally then have less time available to go out on unnecessary shopping trips or to spend time browsing an online shop. If you also practice tracking your expenses, 
Um, sometimes you might change your mind once you see how much you're actually spending. Because a lot of times, if we're spending, especially in like little bits, we don't really um, recognize how much that money is actually adding up to. So say for example, if you're stopping at a local coffee shop and you're spending $3 on coffee every day before work, and say if you go five days a week, that's $15 a week or $60 a month. So maybe that's worth it to you, and that's fine if it is, but maybe you'd rather spend that $60 differently. So if you could maybe make it a little more special by going every Friday as a treat to start the weekend, and then you could spend $12 a month instead of $60 a month. Because just seeing that that money accumulate and how much you're spending on certain things, even though you enjoy spending and you're a natural spender, um, when you're really looking at the cost, you might realize that it's not as important to you to have that freedom to spend that money on whatever those extra costs are. And you might be able to, to decide to make changes And if you don't decide to make changes, at least you're aware so that you can make changes if needed. Like say if you um, are having, you wanna save up for something, maybe you have, um, I don't know, a baby shower coming up and you wanna save a little extra money aside to get a gift. Um, Maybe you say, well, you know what? I don't really need to get those coffees every day. I know it costs me this much money and that'll give me enough to get this gift that I wanna get. So it's more even just having the knowledge of where those areas are that you potentially could save when you want to, even if you don't choose to make changes immediately. Another tip to help control um, spending when you're a natural spender is to get excited about financial goals. In the same way it can be exciting to make a new purchase, it can also be really exciting to achieve financial goals. So that might be a really big goal like retirement or it might be something like taking a long road trip or going out for a special dinner. So instead of instead of spending time out in a store um, making a purchase, you can spend some time researching whatever it is that your, um, your goal is. Like say if you're saving up for a trip, maybe you wanna look up um, some great places to visit or places to eat. Um, and when you have a little bit of money that might be available to spend, maybe you can set it aside and watch it accumulate so you can achieve your goal. And that will give you the same amount of excitement as you might have gotten if you went out and purchased something instead. You also want to try and set small rewards for hitting your financial goals. That can make it a little bit more exciting too. Like maybe each time you hit a benchmark of say maybe $500 or $1,000 if you're trying to like save up for something or, or even just if you're saving for your emergency fund or whatever your savings goals are for. If you set like little benchmarks, like smaller ones that you can hit um, you know, somewhat frequently, you can get yourself a special drink or go out to dinner or go to a movie or whatever you feel is appropriate for hitting those benchmarks, but it's gonna allow you to do a little bit of spending, which you enjoy, but at the same time, you're achieving other goals um, in order to get those little special treats. And celebrations don't have to cost a lot. It's more um, something fun, just so that you can acknowledge your accomplishments that you're making along the way, and that can kind of change your mindset to be more um, looking out for opportunities to go buy stuff because you're gonna wanna achieve those goals that you've set and then then you'll get the rewards when you hit those benchmarks. Another tip for natural spenders is to really try and challenge yourself to leave the store with only the item you intended to buy. 
So say if you struggle with going into, say, Target or Walmart or wherever, um, when you need to pick up like a $5 item or, I don't know, maybe a thing of laundry detergent or toilet paper or whatever it is, and every time that happens, you find yourself leaving the store with $100 worth of stuff. So that's not going to work well with keeping your expenses in check. Um, So if you can try to challenge yourself to go in and buy exactly what you came in for and leave with only that, it can actually be kind of fun. Um, Like when you walk out of the store and you're like, yes, I just did awesome. I just left with just the laundry detergent that I went in to buy. It really does feel good and it can give you that little bit of um, happiness boost that you would get if you purchase something in the store that you really weren't originally intending to spend, which is gonna set you back on some of your goals. You also might wanna try to limit your trips to the store. The more often you run out for something, the more times you're gonna be tempted to purchase something that you really didn't intend to buy. So if you can try and have just maybe one day to spend running errands, you'll have less opportunities to make those extra purchases. So, you know, some, so many times I used to think about, um, I would go to Costco or, or Target or wherever I was going to go. And I would go in, like I said, to just buy like certain things. And next thing I knew, I would come out and spending a lot more than I expected. And then I would say, you know, if I had just stayed home tonight, I never would have spent that money because these are, these are not things that I ever planned to purchase. So just kind of limiting yourself from going in the store, um, you know, it kind of can help you with not having that exposure of being tempted to purchase things that you really had no intention to purchase and that you would never miss if you didn't go to the store in the first place. And if necessary, you, if you still really struggle with wanting to go out and spend, then maybe just set aside some cash to spend on whatever you want. If you feel like no matter how excited you are about your goals, you're still going to want to spend some money just because, then set aside an amount that you can afford, um, but make sure you're not messing up your other financial goals. Like You don't want to put too much aside for extra spending if you're not able to save, put some money in your savings or if you don't have an emergency fund or things like that. But you, you maybe can allocate like whatever amount makes sense so that you don't feel like you're going overboard, but that you still feel like you have some freedom to be able to make purchases when you want. But the thing with that is that you have to commit yourself to stick within that spending. So there is still some control that's needed there. Um, but the thing is, if you put aside some extra free spending money, you can purchase whatever you want and not have to feel guilty about it but you just need to make sure that you're gonna commit to yourself that you're gonna stop spending once that amount is gone until the new budget period starts and you get an amount that's allocated to that spending again for yourself. So I hope this episode was helpful. Um, I always think it's kind of fun to think about some ways to help control our spending. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, or if you have any um, questions or suggestions you'd like to reach out to me with, or if you have any comments or tips, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. You can find blog posts for each episode on my website at lolasfrugallife.com. And you can also join our private listeners group on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Lola's Frugal Life. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I can see you're listening. 
Also, if you can please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, that would be really helpful to me. That is what helps others find the show. And I'm really working hard to try and grow the audience. So if you could do that um, as a favor to me, that would be really awesome. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a really awesome day.